Welcome everybody to Beer, Bourbon, and Bullshit. In this episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about why we love bourbon and what we're currently drinking. We've received some feedback and some interest on how we got interested into bourbon and kind of our origin superhero story. So we're going to expose ourselves, not that way, but we're going to share some information on how we got started. On the beer side, I'm beyond enthused and excited to taste the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest from Chico, California. So with that, Sherlock, why don't you get us started? Oh, so many reasons. Oh, but hold on, let's. Can we go back to this exposing ourselves? That we're just gonna, we're just gonna like, we're not gonna do that. Okay, so no. oh, this is this is only audio. Okay. It's audio medium. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if it's audio know, medium, we're trying to get spins. I just want to make sure. <laughs> That's uh, not gonna go. Right. All right, bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. So first of all, right now I'm drinking a little uh, blue note bourbon from Memphis, Tennessee. We talked about Sherlock being from Tennessee, so of course that's on my shelf. But uh, to take a step back, bourbon journey. So Sherlock, probably about maybe four or five, six. I don't know. I'm not, I stopped counting. So I was a crown and, and ginger. Like that was that was it. That was me forever and ever. That's what I grew up on. I think they put crown in my in my baby bottle. Probably. But uh, right, right, exactly. You gotta go to sleep. I moved to Chicago. Um, like what, the 2012, 2013, whatever. So I got there and like the world just opened up for me on the bourbon front. I think my first outside Crown Royal was, um, Angel's Envy. Angel's Envy bourbon. And I remember thinking, ah, this is, this is not too bad, a little sweet, you know, kind of give me there. But yeah, since yeah, it kind of started there and it's like they say down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole I went, and it went, it's, you know, Angel Envy to Stag Junior to whatever else. Now, you know, Hunter Proofs and better. It's kind of my little my little start there. We'll get into it some more, but uh, we'll pass the book. How about you, Sam Spade? What, what you sipping on? Uh, so what am I sipping on? If you're familiar, it's, it's, um, it's, it's really close to the time around the Antique Collection release. So I went real highbrow today, real highbrow, and I got a I got a pour of Thomas Handy. Ooh, um, Ooh motherfucker! Exactly. So Ooh. I got I got some Handy in the cup, which mm. no, no, you know, we talk about exposing ourselves, so I had to drink Handy. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Left Handy, right Handy, yeah, you know, right. either way. Um, so I mean, I I sort of always had this theory that people like sort of what you come across early or sort of whatever your taste palette is starts to guide it a little bit. Sherlock talked about drinking Crown. He still ended up in the whiskey bourbon uh, direction. I started with Jack and Coke because I drank a lot of Coke as a kid, right? Mm -hmm. So that sent me down to the the whiskey. And and as I've said before, I like sort of harder, harsher flavors, hot sauce, coffee, uh, and now bourbon. So it sort of aligns in that way. But then it was what really sort of after it's like, like drinking, basically drink, mixed drinks, Jack and Coke, Jack and Ginger, all your sort of your, your Johnnies in some cases. At my best friend's wedding, his father-in-law, he, he had a bottle of Eagle Rare. And he said, look, if you want to sort of upgrade, it's funny he said upgrade at the time, because you get Eagle Rare there for about $25, $28, right? Wow. 
And I was like, just sort of impressive, like how good that could taste at that price. But then that just sort of unlocked everything else that was sold around it in the store. Match that up with sort of bringing my, my own pops back into the bourbon game, which he had sort of put on the back burner since I had been born. And then we sort of both turned into collectors and finders or what have you. So that's pretty much driven, um, you know, it's a, it's a thing that we're able to take together with this group. And I brought out the handy because why do I drink bourbon? Well, it brings out the good times. And I know the couple of times where the handy left my guy Sherlock knocked out on the couch. Mm. When he's supposed to be getting home somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, it's not appropriate to sort of tell that story. That that's what I would start with. That's all right. I'm glad I'm glad he stayed on your couch instead of trying to. Oh, exactly. Safety Thank first, you. Safety Thank first. I still don't have memories of passing out. But, besides <laughs> but you, there, I'm sure there's photos, right? There has oh, no. to be. Oh, oh no. Man, Not, the we, we the photos, man. Not the public no. babies. Not the public babies. No photo. We, we work in all your media. No self-exposure. <laughs> no, no, apparently, we, we've been cut off from that already. So, <laughs> Grizzle, how, how about you? What, what you sipping on? What, what, what's on your shelf that you love? I wouldn't say this is what I love, but it's definitely what I'm drinking right now. And that is, um, I mean, I, I don't hate it. Let me say, I'll, I'll buy another bottle for sure, but it's, it's, it's that's what you hear the post when they come over. No, no, nah, nah, I mean, every, I, I don't have anything that, that I wouldn't enjoy <laughs> myself. Right? If, well, I take that back. I, I do have, have some stuff where I, I would, I wouldn't be sad if you wanted to drink the whole bottle, right? But this right here, I'm drinking Old Granddad. Oh, nice. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, came with the curveball. Came with the curveball. Reason being is because I'd always, I just always hear a lot about this bourbon, but I never thought it was, I was like, how good can it be? It's like $25 for a bottle, right? Like, how, how good can it be? So I saw it and I was like, well, it's only $25. I might as well, I might as well try it, give it a go and see what it's talking about. So I, um, I picked it up. Um, I, I actually, I actually like it. And, and on top of that, on top of that, it's a, it's a high rye whiskey, right? This, it's a, this 114 proof. No, no, this, this is, this is, this is a hundred. This is the 100. Yeah. It's the bottle and, and um, bond joint. Bottle mm-hmm. and bond, hundred proof. Remember that? Yeah. I kind of, I kind of had low expectations with it being such a, a high rye Nashville, but it's, it's working for me. I, I ain't mad at this at all. And, um, you know, especially for, uh, you know, again, value, you know, I, I don't think you can beat it, but it's, it's funny because Sherlock said he's kind of got into, uh, bourbon. Would you say like maybe five, four or five years ago? It was 20, end of 12, I believe, in Chicago. Yeah. I started drinking bourbon back in like, I don't know, maybe like 2009, but I, I never got into it. Right. I drank bourbon. I, I, my joint at the time was Makers. I got down with Makers, but then once my affinity for craft beer kind of took off, my 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 experimentation with bourbon kind of fell back because you can't have two super expensive hobbies. On top of that, at the time I also used to smoke cigars too, so that was three expensive hobbies at the time. So I um the the bourbon game kind of fell back, and I ramped up in craft beer. But over the last about I'd say over the last year. I started kind of coming around a lot more um, into bourbon, um, trying to pick up some some things that I probably wouldn't have picked up in the past, um, and just and just experimenting more. And uh, over the course of that time, I've just over the course of the last year, I've come to appreciate bourbon a lot more 
um, than just a drink. Like there's there's so many different complexities um, from distillery to distillery, from from proof to proof, from mash bill to mash bill. There's so it, it doesn't. A long, uh, early on in my drink career, brown liquor tastes like brown liquor. Now, like bourbon, even in, within bourbon, there's such a massive spectrum. Let let alone comparing bourbon to Canadian whiskey or comparing bourbon to cognac or you know what I'm saying it's just it's it's just a, a, a fantastic journey that um that that I'm enjoying not drinking to get drunk just drinking to enjoy the ride you know what no one drinks to get drunk I used to <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah me, I drank I drank with a purpose me and Jaeger was real good buddies yes Lord yes. have mercy <laughs> there's a lot of opportunity for people to realize hey there's there's really good liquor out there now as we've aged and and just walking the earth do you think that we tend to to get more exposure to different types of, of liquor and whiskey and bourbon you know for me i started off similar to you sam spade just drinking jack right in college you know whatever drinking the you know the, the, the proverbial mad dog 2020 and but i was a i've always been a beer dude right and right. I think I had my first Mickey's from my great grandmother when I was like four to help me go to sleep. What's a Mickey's? It's just it's just a type of beer, right? It's it's nothing that you would even want to drink today. You actually could kind of clean your uh, oil pan with it. It's that's, a, that, that's a northern thing. You're from a, Massachusetts. Okay. It's a it's a northern thing, and yeah. you know, classic. You know, grew up in the hood. I'm drinking forties, right? So that's just what we did. Now, as I got older, you, you know. Do I want to drink a 40? Like 40 ounces of anything at my age is a lot, right? This is so much. Even if it's a 40 ounce fucking porter steak or a lobster tail, <laughs> I can't do that shit, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it's evolved, right? And it, I'm a cognac drinker. You know, I used to drink Crown, you know, going to, you know, certain conventions, you know, specifically black NBA conventions where you just had open bar by Diageo for everything over the years. I was able to sample all types of liquor. And one of the first bourbons, broad whiskey in general, that I was exposed to is, is from you guys, right? You know, the, the Heavenly Hill, perfect from a cost perspective, is actually delicious too, right? So what am I drinking tonight? Tonight, one of my favorites is I've had a good work week and I want to celebrate a little bit with Mrs. Cash. I'm drinking this Basil Hayden 10 year rye, right? But, hey, well, what happens to this week? Huh? What, what happens so good this week? Just in general, man. I, look, I don't have nah, COVID. Nah, you got some specifics. <laughs> yeah. You have some specifics. Don't do that. Hey, <laughs> what's, did you ball out? I did ball out. However, more importantly, on a least common denominator aspect is your boy got health insurance because he took a job, right? That's what's so, up, my so, man. Like, it, 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 hey, hey, let me borrow a dollar. Right, right. Yeah, hey, I got you. Yo, okay. can you sign me up as like a like <laughs> second bidder? I just need to get my eyes checked, man. That's pretty. I, I got you. I got to be able to see this bourbon, yo. Yes. Hey, man, a rising shit Look. raises all ties, man. Hey, that's, man. What, that's what <laughs> they said in Napa, man. Look. I mean, black accountants, they believe in that. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in black people, Carl? I mean, I do. Yes. I believe I in do. magic. I do. I do. Yeah, right. I was Let me buy a dollar then. I got you. Uh, you know what? You, you're my mm -hmm. boy, so I'm going to give you a dollar fifty. Right? 
Mm. But it, it's it's a it's an emotional thing for me because I you can't Grizzly, you spoke about smoking cigars. I'm you know a lot of us are cigar smokers, pipe smokers. You can't rush that, and you don't want to rush consuming a good, albeit a mixed drink with a good whiskey bourbon, or you're sipping it neat like most of us do. So I like to celebrate from a fellowship perspective, but even hanging out with Mrs. Cash, I'm drinking a good liquor and, you know, she likes a blade and bow. We reviewed that. But this Basil Hayden rye for me, it's, it's a little, it's up there in price, but it's worth it for what I like. Now, as an everyday, you know, we, we laugh and joke with chef about, Hey, what's he going to give friends or whatever? But this Evan Williams single barrel, man, look. Look at That's with the black wax. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I keep that in the crib. Oh yeah, dude. This what shit is my dollar barrel of goodness, dude. It is heaven in a bottle, yo. And like literally, by by heaven hill. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but also, I, you know, we we talk about price versus value to taste. Now that's a subjective thing, but I, I, we have a lot of listeners that are new to bourbon. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get a great taste. And, and certainly we're drinking tonight to, to taste a broad spectrum, but I really got introduced to good liquor from the fellas on this cast, right? And I, I'm appreciative to that because I was drinking cheap liquor even as a, as an adult, not necessarily looking to get drunk, but I'm drinking Jack. That's, that's a classic intro to inexpensive. Yeah whiskey and then step it, thinking I'm stepping up yeah. I'm going gentleman jack thinking I'm flossing at the club oh, and shit gentleman now. Oh. I'm gentleman yo oh, I'm, 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 I'm nice yeah. man I'm going to a smock no no you get your smock look untucked button downs and ascots and shit hanging out with big brother bourbon at at events but you know what gentleman jack is good that's cool, but you know what? There's better stuff out there for equally cost price. So. For for sure, I do want to I do want to reiterate something that I say every time, which is it's only it's only the bourbon craze that has really caused this like more expensive, mm. like meat like necessarily mm. means better for because sure. we talk about something like Weller Special Reserve, which used yeah. to be like their bottom of the line, and you could get for twenty dollars, which by the way I still like. Eighteen ninety nine, yep, in there. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like going for like one nineteen in some places. Yeah, and people crazy. think that's better, but I'm like, eh, it's good. And it would have been fine, but we so it's this whole thing has sent a craze upward about mm. what the cost of things are. So yeah. like I just think I, I think it's most so much better to have sort of a array of like the things that you like at different costs. Because by the way, I still drink Jack at times. At times. Yeah. Not all yeah. the time, but I still have it. So you know. Also, with that, you, you we were talking about like the old granddad, right? You're talking about, oh, this bottle is $20, $25. We mentioned Heaven Hill three or four times now. They had, what was it? They had, it was a $15.99 bottle yeah. from Heaven, a green label bottle yeah. from Heaven yeah. Hill. Yeah. yeah. That was considered like, yeah, I mean, it could, it, the, the smoothness of this bourbon, it could ride with just anything you could put up against it. Took, they took this off the market. Waited a year and brought it back out. Now it's, it's they they rebranded the Heaven Hill Seven Year and it's yeah. forty dollars. Right, right. So it's, you know, the some most times I don't say sometimes the price isn't really 
indicative of what you're getting out of that bottle. But it's all a part of the journey, right? See what you yeah, like, see what you get. Absolutely. And then go on a hunt as long as it isn't too uh too cumbersome. Big no, Brother Bourbon got over there. Yeah, what Big Brother Bourbon got over there? He's he looking at, at the yeah. glass. Yeah, like he's, he's, he is transfixed on the glass. <laughs> yeah, listen here, man. So I didn't even do this on purpose. I uh, I started with, uh, so I've got three bottles on the table right now. Yeah. And I'm having a freaking party. By yourself? By my damn self. Yes, sir. It was six years between me and my little sister. Okay. So, you know, I had six years to develop this personality. I'm, I'm, I'm fixed. She, she intruded and she knows, <laughs> um, family structure. Uh, <laughs> so here's what I'm doing. This is Johnny Drum. It, now you used to go the opposite direction. I started with 101 proof. Mm-hmm. I dropped to 96. Mm-hmm. Now I'm drinking 86. 86 point. What's this Evan Williams? 86.6 proof. Been drinking sake by the time. Yeah. Right, right. You know, I'm, I'm about to go and, and get a wine cooler. Mm-hmm. Demons, baby. Demons. <laughs> Yo, what? what big joints big now? The, the, the seltzer, the seltzer joints? Right. 5%. Here's that Evan Williams. It's, it's, it's delicious, but for me, it drinks a little higher than the standard proof. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not just me, right? I wonder, I, I wonder, Grizzle, about that last statement about uh, Evan Williams. Is it when you say higher? I feel like when I drink Evan Williams, there's a ton of flavor. There's an experience, and who who who's the guy in Psych 101 who talks about archetypes? Who's it called Young? I think. Yes. And and when I drink Evan Williams, all the stuff about fall, all the pictures in my mind about apples and uh, green, rust, yellow, you know, uh, and all that, all that stuff, all those colors. So, so start pumping, popping in my mind and pumpkins and shit. Um, in the middle of, of July, I'm drinking Evan Williams and shit. Yeah. It just feels like I'm okay when I drink Evan Williams. Now, uh, this is the 2012 version. I understand the 2006 is excellent. I had a bottle. I can drink it. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, shit like it was a trash. I fucking drank it. I, I, I did. It. It's we're done, and, and it's never to, it's never to return. But listen, so 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 my my introduction to whiskey in earnest was by the most cruel means possible. I was playing golf with some guys in a harbor of golf. I was that, that first day I played golf. My hands hurt. And you, mm-hmm. Your hands shouldn't hurt when you play golf because you yeah. don't play golf with your hands, right? My shoulders and back hurt. I was swinging for the fences. Exactly. Could that be paddle related? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking. Is that paddle related? No. I was hazing yeah. the golf ball cast, and so um, day day two, we have the Friday day two. It's uh, Saturday afternoon now, and we all showered and. We're sitting downstairs in these rented townhouses that we that we in, in, on the deck, and this guy he come, we're getting ready to go to dinner. This guy comes downstairs and he's got like six bottles of Macallan eighteen. Mm-hmm. Now I, I I'm still at the, I'm still at the point where I'm stacking Corona bottles on my shelf uh, uh, in my apartment. I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm 
We're drinking a case. Well, not a case, but at least a six-pack. And we're stacking them, trying to make the little pyramid thing, right? And uh, he brings this, this bottle down. We have a bunch of opaque plastic cups, holds about six ounces each, and these uh, little cigarillo things. I feel like we need to do s'mores because this is getting good story. Like we're at a really? campfire. <laughs> <laughs> story time. Do. I ain't got nothing else to do. It's making. They, you know. <laughs> so, so anyway, so 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 um, I, I pour some of this McAllen 18 in my cup. Even I'm like, man, this is good shit. And that's what got me started on whiskey. Now I drank scotch for the longest, and I still love scotch. One of my favorite scotches is Avalor uh, Abena. It's their castrum. It's like 126 proof or whatever, full of flavor. There's toffee, there's shortbread, there's all kind of crazy stuff. But long story short, I want to come back to America because I'm a veteran. So I start, I tried to drink bourbon and, um, uh, the OGD that Grizzle mentioned, old, old granddad, the guy that's on the picture is a, uh, uh, of the old granddad bottle is a preacher from Virginia. Basil Hayden. I'm sorry, Basil, how they Basil. pronounce the Irish Basil, Basil Hayden. Um, See, right? So oh. I decided oh. I was the first bottle I, the oh, first the bourbon bourbon that I that I drank was a bottle of Basil Hayden. That shit was fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> because I was a Scotch drinker and I didn't understand the difference. Uh. Between barley-based whiskey and corn-based whiskey, yeah, I don't know you guys do, but I, I had no freaking idea. Yeah. And yes. so I went back to Scotch for a really long time. I don't even remember what bottle of bourbon I went back to uh, to honor, in my opinion, at the time, because you know we didn't have the president we have now, and so I was still trying to go, you know, be down with America. Um, so I went back to bourbon. I don't remember what the bottle was. To, to this very day, listen, I appreciate Basil Hayden. Hayden, I'm sorry, Basil Hayden. I, I appreciate it. Great bottle. No, not, not that high. Not, not that high. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Okay. Um, I, um, but, uh, I, I, I appreciate it for what it is. It is a great bottle. So is old granddad. Uh, what, what'd you say, Sherlock? It's 100, just the, what is that? That's the bottle and bond. Bottle and bond is unapproved, yep. I know they got a what they got a don't they have a one fourteen? They do have a one fourteen though. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I so I, I appreciate it for what it is. It is good whiskey. It's like the first time you eat broccoli though. I just can't. <laughs> Me, I love broccoli. Whiskey <laughs> to broccoli, right? Yeah. I love broccoli. Your mind had, had to readjust. We're gonna play a lot of instruments here. I'm a jazz fan, so uh, it. it's gonna be there, there will be broccoli, there will be green beans, sesame. Oh, yeah. Uh, like seed oil, all kind of stuff going on. Black eyed peas for New Year. If I, whatever. If all I may, re, if I may review Big Brother Bourbon sort of uh, list, he said he talked about childhood. He talked about <laughs> he talked about Psych One Hundred. He talked about his awful experience. Yeah. Like become beer bourbon in therapy in a second. Yeah, yeah. it might I mean, be. It might be. And it's free. And it's free on yeah, so I, I do it. feel. I, you know, I, I feel. I feel. You know, I feel. I'm well enough. You you're in the safe space. You know, I feel, you know, I feel tempted, you know, hey. I mean, you know, <laughs> look, this is just the fellas, man. This is the fellas. Hey. Look, we ain't talking to nobody but ourselves, man. So, so let, let me ask this question, gents. So we, we all know that uncle that was always laced up, meaning 
always intoxicated. Yeah, I've been training to be that uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that really sure. what you're doing? <laughs> that, that desperation. So, uh, you know, as 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 a, as a as a young lad, um I never really understood why like my dad would come home at like nine after work and shit, right? Or eight o'clock. Now, as an old head nowadays, I get it. You need that decompression time coming from your job, coming from whatever, albeit if you're you're in the matrix of corporate or if you're entrepreneurial. So where I'm going is how often do you drink just by yourself because you want to just decompress on your patio. For me, it's a lot. I see, I see a lot of faces that's like, yo, it's a lot. But my point is, is that in, in, in old terms, yeah, I, I don't, I don't drink, I don't drink by myself. I'm a social drinker. You know, we got a lot of people that male or female, I'm only a social drinker. Don't, don't talk to me. I'm drinking. I don't, yeah. I don't want the conversation. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. I'll say this. If I don't drink it, Mrs. Sherlock will. So. Mm. Therefore, I got, you know, it's survival of the fittest over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get in where you fit in, right? Exactly. I want to point out shit. about it real quick. So I, I enjoy a good cocktail by my damn self. Like, on my patio, reading a book, whatever the case may be. So my, my question is to, to, to the fellas, is that stigma still there that drinking by yourself is a problem? You talk about therapy. You talk about relaxation, decompression, especially during COVID. There's a lot of vices that have been created during this time. But is is it negative to drink by yourself? Is the question. You know, man, I I, I think that there are, and I don't know how to categorize it, but I think there's different levels of drinkers. They're they're the folks who go. There is shade in what I'm about to say. They're the folks who go to Applebee's, whatever colored little drinks they drinking over there, the, you know, the, the glowing blue thing, whatever they want that. Blue, <clears> blue <throat> Hawaiian, babe. Blue Hawaiian. Is that, <laughs> I'm actually judging you. <laughs> yes. I, I want you to. <laughs> but, blue Hawaiian. Applebee's, you make a, in order a blue Hawaiian, no. of course. No, I, feel, I feel like I see it. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That, exactly. Right, right, Sherlock? That is as bad as my core is. Uh, blue Hawaiian, baby. <laughs> you know what? The blue Hawaiian, you know what? Never. Never. I can't even stay at your house anymore. We're not, no, you can't. No, they blue Hawaiian. I'm in a hotel. I'm, we're not, I, I won't let my wife stay in your house anymore. <laughs> Look. Anyway, <laughs> I, I think at with a certain perspective, you want to enjoy the work of the distiller. And it gets maybe it's cerebral or nerdy or whatever, but um, you know you, you want to see what the end product is between the the whiskey and the wood and the time and the seasoning and all that stuff. So yeah, I, yeah, it, I don't want to be talking when I'm really trying to get into the whiskey. Greg, what was you about to say? I just wanted to point out Sherlock's water bottle real quick. I gotta get a rinse. I gotta get a rinse over here. <laughs> but um yeah. Well, he does, he does, he does have right. soft no, eyes. Like, you know, look at his eyes. He all snowy looking. It did it did look like he had a water bottle from the restaurant. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think I think I, I think I uh just took this as a, a part of my tip one night from the from the restaurant, so that's fine. 
He's like, I could use this on a podcast. Like, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I didn't even see that. Brother Bourbon's point. I think there's a difference between, you know, getting smashed by yourself on a daily basis and just kind of enjoying a drink by yourself, especially now in this age of COVID. We kind of don't really have a choice if you're being safe and responsible. Most of your drinking now is going to be yourself. And personally speaking, when I sit down and have a drink by myself, I'm not, I'm not trying to drink a whole bottle. I'm just trying to have a couple of pours and actually enjoy the complexities of what it is that I'm drinking. So I think there's a, there's a difference between, I think there's a stigma associated with people who drink trying to get to a destination on a regular basis by themselves all the time versus people who are just trying to enjoy as big big brother bourbon said enjoy the work of the distiller yeah i think that comes with age grizzle right because i Mm -hmm. i remember going to pardon i i remember going to pavlov's and five little five points right where it was two dollars for two cocktails top shelf on a tuesday like you going for twenty dollars? Wait, what? Wait, what? What, what was it? So there was, was a, a lot of twos. Was a lot of twos yeah. in there. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So there was a uh, a nightclub restaurant, wherever the fuck it was, in Little Five Points, Columbia, South Carolina, called Pavlov's. Yeah, yeah. Right? I know about Pavlov. I went to USC. Dope spot. Tuesday nights. It was two dollars for two top shelf. So you go in there with twenty dollars, you coming out straight with a DUI. Like you're it, not it's, coming out. <laughs> yeah, like it was it was they, ill, they, right? They hand you a DUI on the way out. They're yeah, but, yeah. But, I mean, because yeah. you you you're a college kid, you come in with twenty and you rock out, right? Now that's classic. I'm drinking to get drunk, right? Now yeah. all of us are relatively the same age. We want to savor the good alcohol and. It's the conversation, it's the engagement, it's the social aspect of going to a dope speakeasy, right? We've all been to to that speakeasy that just was euphoric, the atmosphere was dope, you know, open face brick library books and shit. Mm. And you had dope cocktails. Multinomial library in, in Portland. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of Sorry, I just, there. I I just had to throw that out there. The yeah. multinomial library in Portland. Yeah. Okay. Maine or Oregon? Yeah. Uh, Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Over on the left, Oregon. Look, it, was, it was further uh, away from look, them, so I figured it was the, the one. camera is pointing. Is, you know, anyway, you, you got arms in every direction right now. <laughs> right, right. I need you to drink some water. Speaking yeah, of which. Don't you have a water bottle? I do. I do. It's a glass <laughs> container. with the, Anyway, uh, Dr. Cash brought up a, a very good point. I can't remember what it is because I had way too many snifters. But it reminded me of this story of oh. Sam Spade and I in uh, the district area. All right. So I'm in one location. He's in a separate location. I get a message on my phone that says, hey, these folks are free pouring pappies. So oh, if you listen to this episode, this podcast, you probably know what that is. So... I think I was like, I don't know, I was in the middle of uh, probably a roller coaster. I just jump off mm-hmm. and go to this location. I'm like, are they still serving? He's like, yeah, just come through. So I get there and it's like, I'm like, I'm walking in looking all antsy, like, hey, uh, you guys still? He's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm about to leave. The bartender's about to leave. So I'm like, well, let me, let me get a drink. 
And so they had literally the entire line. So this is a, this is a good segue for this this time of the year as well, where Pappy, the new Pappies get released every year around this time, October, November, right? You get you go out searching for, but they have them all. So we're in there. They have the ten year, the twelve year, the fifteen, everything, everything. So we're they'll be like, you get one more because we're about to shut down. So I'm talking to Sam Spade, and I'm like, what are we gonna do? He's like. I mean, what were you drinking? The 15? I was drinking the 15. He was drinking the 15. I was like, all right, I'm going to get a 15. I haven't had the 15 at this point. I need you to get the 20 year. Oh, boy. He looks me in the eye and says, I got you. He looks at the bartender and orders the 15 year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is literally like once in a lifetime. Like, yeah, let's, let's go. Ahead. I mean, and it was like, I, what was the pour? Was like eight dollars? It was, it was something crazy. I don't know. It was some crazy. She was just like the the originally started with. I sort of mentioned. I said, "Hey, is that Pappy?" We literally sitting across from. She's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Which ones are there?" Blah blah. blah. And then she turns and goes, "Do you want to taste it?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. Let me act like I don't know what I'm drinking. I was like, "All right, sure." And then she started, and then because I. I, I, you know, it got, got my my heart started racing a little bit. You know what I mean? And blood pressure started getting up there. I was like, I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, how do I play this appropriately to get it? And you know, sometimes you stare right into the light and you you panic a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like Danny Green was was it like a Danny? A little I mean, bit. Even I, I, I'm I, just I, saying. I'm just saying. You know, look, he. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna pile on my guy. He had the the, the pass was a little bit low to the right. He had it. He has an excuse. She just simply asked me what I wanted, and I had already committed to doing it, and I still messed it up. So, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Okay, okay. I just want to clarify. It's Danny Green. Hilarious. Sometimes you you get a unicorn and just throw it back. Y'all were wild, man. Y'all some wild boys. (laughs) I know we we talked about food from Big Brother Bourbon's wonderful fireside chat that we just had. We're we're missing a a critical member, and I, I just want to take a quick second. My man, Chef. Post up, Chef. Hold on, I know my name. Hey, is it yeah, his birthday? <laughs> no, I don't believe it's his birthday. It's not his birthday. But it's his wedding day this month, right? Uh, so we, we certainly we need, new, need to toast up. a new creation of some sort. Yes. Hey. And. Man, that's what's up. Dr. Cash will take the ultimate eHarmony connection <laughs> credit. <laughs> Because I introduced Chef to Mrs. Chef, who's a wonderful woman and a pillar in the community, as they say. So let, let's just take a quick second I, I still, to I still celebrate another one of her events. Oh, they, they they come all the time. So let, let's just shout out the the, the Grand Poobah himself mm-hmm. from, from NYC. Chef, celebrate you, my dude. We love you and, and hey. congratulations. And yeah, you know, on, on beer, bourbon, and bullshit, you know we. We like to celebrate community and, and, and good events, right? So this is one of them. Let's take a good sense for it. For sure. Salud, my guy. Salud, Sherlock. Don't don't let that don't let that crest mess with you, bro. Oh, there it is. No, no, no. <laughs> that's what we doing. That's what we doing out here. That's what we That's what we I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some uh, some red label just no, for that. It's fine. It's fine. Johnny Walker Black or Johnny Walker Gold will do just fine. Johnny Walker Gold. I don't need that red. Oh my no. goodness. <laughs> my man. But that Johnny Blue, though? Johnny Blue. Mm. Smooth. Smooth as can be. I'm going to tell you uh, one time, 
also almost fought Sam Spade. Oh, shit. Sam Spade gave me some Johnny Walker Blue. He did First that. time I've ever had Johnny Walker Blue. He did that. I never had it. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I was upset. I was like, why is this shit so fucking good? It is. <laughs> and this shit is like 250 a fucking bottle. You should fight him. Did you I fight was, him? I was, I was really upset. No, nah, you just kind of went on things like, motherfucker. And he was like, yeah. okay. You need to go back. I mean, yeah. and the DC I mean, Costco and the DC, yeah. the Washington DC Ooh. Costco off of Route 150, uh, Route 50 sells it for $149. So, we got some beer to drink. Mm. Some Oktoberfest beer. Mm. It is October. It is October. It is October. Like, I was tripping. Like, yeah. when is daylight savings time? Like, I w- I've been so off and busy and drinking with y'all motherfuckers. I'm like, when is daylight savings time coming? Oh, it's fall. It's October. Daylight Big savings. Brother Bird would say, Fucking pumpkins. Yeah, the pumpkins. Fucking pumpkins. Fucking Absolutely. Ed Evan Williams. So, at, as one of my closest friends, why do I need to drink this beer? It's October. So, let's get this Oktoberfest. Grizzle. Grizzle. What's up with this Sierra Nevada? Yo? It's hard to get. I didn't think this this style was going to be or this particular beer was going to be this hard to get because all of us are all of us are here on the East Coast. Um, Sierra Nevada actually has a facility in Mills River, North Carolina, which is yep. with with probably within two hours from from all of us or two hours and change from all of us. So I was sure this would be all over the shelves. Right. Lo and behold, it was much more difficult to find. I don't know why, but it, it is what it is. So Oktoberfest, the style has become, this name has become synonymous with the style. The style isn't really called Oktoberfest. The style is called Marzen. It's a Marzen style beer. Um, I, I don't know if you've also heard of a style called Vienna Lager. There's a brewery out of Virginia called Devil's Backbone. They, they kind of sold out to Anheuser-Busch uh, a few years back, but they make a Vienna lager that's very popular, as does Sam Adams. Um, their Boston lager is actually a Vienna lager. It's very similar to, to the, the Marzen style. This beer is usually brewed in the spring in March, as that's what Marzen means. And then it was lagered throughout the whole summer and served in October. Lagered mean they hold it in tanks um, in, in cold temperatures, and that allows the beer to, to get really clear and, and you know, it becomes a, a really clean beer over that time and a lot of solids fall out of it. So um, they started serving this beer in October and Oktoberfest is obviously a very popular event in Germany. So they associated this style with that festival. Thus, the beer becomes known as Oktoberfest. Um, it's it's a lager. It's not an ale. Lager meaning it's a, it's a bottom fermented yeast. It was fermented at a cold temperature. Um, and these beers have to be held. The reason why they lager it over the course of that time is because they, they got to give the yeast a chance to, to fall out of suspension, a lot of beer to do what it do. But this style isn't, um, appreciated by a lot of craft beer heads because a lot of craft beer heads like IPAs. But if you're going to, me personally, I'm a fan of, of all styles. So I, re- I really like this beer and it's a, and it's a departure of, of, extreme departure away from IPAs because IPAs are all about the hops 
Whereas this this style is all about the malt. Um, when you pour this beer in the glass, it's gonna it's like a really dark amber, not 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 like a ruby color, but it's like a, a beautiful dark amber color. It's relatively clear, um, and and it's very refreshing. When you when you taste it, you should get notes of like like sweet like sweet breads almost, not sweet bread, but sweet breads, right? Um, and, and the, the, there's, there's some variation in the style, depending on the brewery. Some breweries are going to brew it where it's going to be really dark. Some breweries are going to brew it where it's going to be a little lighter. That's why there's a, there's a color scale, a color range that's, that's permitted for this, for this style, but with all styles. It doesn't have to be a specific color, but typically it's like a, like that, that color I mentioned earlier. Is a but cinnamon I'm, roll a sweet bread? No. Okay. All right. Never mind. I mean, it's a, <laughs> when I say no, sweet bread, no, that's internal organs. That's heart, liver, brains. But that's sweet bread. Yeah, that's that's what we did. Oh, like the liver do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the blood in there. Okay. You thought I wasn't listening. I'm from the, I'm from the <laughs> north. I, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's some other, like that. that's some other stuff right there. But um, especially if you talking. Southern is a talking. <laughs> Sit down. Uh, if if you were to drink this beer on the heels of an IPA, you'd be like, "Whoa, this thing is sweet," because it kind it kind of is, right? The the focus on this beer is much less the hops, and like I said, it's much more about the malt. Malt is where you get all of your sugars from that yeast convert into alcohol to give you alcohol. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, so since this beer is all about the malt, there's going to be a lot of residual sweetness left, and that's that's what's giving it that that nice sweet bready um, palate that that you that you pick up when you uh, drink this beer. But I love the style, um, especially when it's done right. It's it's even though it's sweet, it's still like a very clean, very clean beer, and um, I think it's it's versatile. You can do a lot with it as far as um, you know different different foods that you can uh, drink with it. So, yeah. But typically, typically you drink it, you drink this while you're eating. If you're at Toberfest, you're going to be eating some kielbasa or maybe some bratwurst or something like that. And this is what this beer is traditionally paired with. But I, I think it, you know, it's really, it's really, it's really versatile. Um, we mentioned uh, bread pudding a while back in one of the previous um, episodes. And I think that this beer can stand up to bread pudding as well. I like it, man, because it 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 has that sweetness, and it's kind of like a I get like a little toffee, kind mm-hmm. of in it, so to speak, right? Now, you know, we're sharing stories. Oktoberfest to me, this might have been maybe 2016. I'm in Munich, and it, in October, and I'm at I'm at this brewery. There might be like 18 million people in this brewery. Probably, probably eighteen. Right? It was, it was just ridiculous, right? That's probably exact total. No exact total. It was eighteen million people, right? Beer maidens, whatever you want to call their role. I don't know the official title, but yep. these young women were just carrying like eighteen million steins of beer, right, to the table. I'm like, how are they carrying all this shit? Was there a color scheme at this at this brewery? Was it blue and white? Are you talking about my wedding? 
Yes, your wedding. Certainly, that was your wedding. Yes, there was there was a lot of signs at your wedding. Yes, but it was blue and white, and I'm like I'm I'm just observing, right? So all all of this stimuli is coming. Plus, I'm lifted because I done had about four signs already. October in Munich is heaven, yo. And if any of our listeners ever have an opportunity to, to go to, to Germany, specifically in October, it is life-changing in regards to beer. First and foremost, just, just the optics, but then the quality of the beer in October seems to increase. I don't know if that's the case or not, but it's, it's a celebration. Oktoberfest in general is a celebration of health from my discovery and just conversation with people there. But ironically, right, we, we talked kind of facetiously earlier, but this was, come to find out, this was Hitler's home local brewery. It wasn't Hofbrau, was it? And you were there. And I was there, right? Now, once I found out that effect, it was more so like, check, please. But it was a dope okay. atmosphere. Had to, right? I didn't want no problems. You know, it's like Sesame Street. One of these kids is doing their own thing, right? Yeah. I, I stood out. It was a dope experience, right? You know, take 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 the negative aspects of what I just stated. The beer was dope. The atmosphere was dope. The food was dope. It was a opportunity to to just learn the atmosphere, right? So so Grizzle, do do you feel that this beer is on that level of, of a traditional Oktoberfest? Well, so given Sierra Nevada all the props that they deserve as being one of the one of the OGs in craft beer in America, um, I, I've never been to Germany, and I've never had... I, I think that drinking this beer here, even if you get a German version here, um, is different than drinking this beer while attending Oktoberfest in Germany, because I think that experience makes the beer probably taste ten times better. Yeah, it did. But um, so, so, so I I can't say for sure. But what I can say is Sierra Nevada is a very, very good, very technical brewery, and if they're gonna brew a beer such as a Marzen or Oktoberfest, they're gonna try their best to brew it as close to the style as they possibly can. So. Having not gone to Germany and had a, a Marzen at Oktoberfest, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yes, this probably does taste very similar to what it would taste like in, in Germany. And, and to your point, Cash, um, you know, the, the Germans have been brewing beer for a long time and they, 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 they take pride in it. It's, it's what, it's what, you know, they're known for on a large scale amongst other things. So when they brew this beer in, in March and lager it, throughout the summer and serve it in the fall, like they're taking meticulous care with it. It's it's like their baby. So it's it's no surprise that that the experience and the beer itself was so good when you were in Germany because it's it, it was all done with with the the you know the, the most intention one could imagine. So I mean that's what one, one of my bucket list events to go to. Um you know, regardless of how much I like the style, like I said earlier, I think if I could have it in Germany, it would probably be like a, 
almost like a religious cathartic experience where where you know you you, you experience it for something but the the atmosphere contributes so much more to what to what you're what you're tasting it makes for the sure. event that much more special for sure I think it's probably akin to, you know, a speakeasy environment, as we talked about earlier, right? A dark, dim lit, uh, sort of, you know, smoky, old fashioned room, not the drink, but the, in terms of like sort of the decor. I think I've actually spent a lot of time in Germany for the job and for travel. I've actually, I've been to, uh, Germany and specifically Munich in October, but never actually overlapped with Oktoberfest. So it still, still remains something to be done, but I've sort of got that preview towards it and you know it's like you always think about germans holding up their beers and doing a you know know, that kind of stuff and it definitely has to be experienced and and actually one thing i was going to say dr cash is while while you may have learned the history of that spot you know which is unfortunate for who might have frequented it i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna guess or assume that the germans were very welcoming overall though because i find them to be I find I find it to be a culture and a people who have wrestled with their past a lot a, a lot more productively than say us in America for those same yeah. reasons. Oh, for sure. They've addressed yeah. their transgressions. Yeah. Yes, it, of course. It, 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 it starts it, as simple as that. They sort of they've recognized them and addressed them specifically. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it it was like as as a relatively sizable, muscular, athletic person that's black in Germany. I got mad love, yo. Right. Hashtag humble. Hashtag <laughs> humble. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> athletic, good looking. Handsome, smell Egyptian musk smelling motherfucker uh, in I, Germany, right? Bruh. But in this, yeah, no, right? In this specific, who speaks like Barack Obama? <laughs> Look, I'm you, just saying, you know, you already got a contract. You ain't got to sell it no more. Oh, my bad, my bad. Danny, <laughs> Danny Green, man. Danny Green, like, yo. To your point, Sam Spade, it, it, it was mad love. And, and I, I certainly agree with the the aspect of just addressing the negative aspects. Now, this particular brewery, bar, whatever you want to call it, was said location. However... Yeah. That was nowhere near the marketing of the location. Sure, sure, for sure. Right. Yeah. So I, I think there's there's an aspect of of addressing your problem and then trying to overcome that that we're quite frankly going through here in the states. Right. There's a lot of history that we're just trying to avoid, kind of Heisen like that really needs to be addressed. Any therapy is just adjusting to. Hey, I got this problem. Let's go fix it. Right. But the atmosphere of the beer and, and just how the beer is delivered and how the beer is, is, is charged and, and how the people are getting paid, I, I kind of got caught up in the mystique of it in October. But drinking this Sierra Nevada grizzle is, it, it brings me to that location because this is a pretty damn good beer. Now, yeah. when you first recommended it, we, we jumped out and tried to find it. It was very difficult from where we are with, with Sherlock, but we found it and we tasted it and we were like, this shit is delicious. Pound to pound. Like literally I went through like three of them because it's what 5.8, call it 6% alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
given what we've reviewed already, higher in alcohol content, drinking a few of these didn't necessarily cloud my mind, right? It wasn't one of those things, hey, I'm going to drink yeah. 18 of them to get drunk, right? Yeah. It's, or 18 it's similar to 18 million, right? Yeah. <laughs> which, which was that? Every person Literally. in that, in that pub. Literally, there was that many people there. It was crazy. It's almost the same concept um, as uh, Guinness. Guinness is, people talk about, oh, Guinness is so heavy. Guinness is really, Guinness is like 4% alcohol, right? And that's why, that's why when you go to, when you go to Ireland, those cats can literally sit there and, and smash them all day long because it's not that much alcohol, right? Yep. And the same thing with this, I mean, obviously, you know, five point, this beer ranges from like 5% to five and a half, six percent that's higher than Guinness, but nonetheless, you can drink a number of these and still ice. And I think that's with intention because it's Oktoberfest. They don't want you to pass out. You want to enjoy the event. So you can, you can be out all day, especially if you pace yourself. You can drink this all day long. And I, and Cash, I wanted to, to go back to your experience real quick. Um, with, with, with a lot of things that we drink, what we see with our eye impacts what we taste, right? Right. That's a psychological thing. That's why beer poured in a certain glass looks a lot more beautiful. It looks it looks appealing to your eyes before you even drink the beer, right? When you were in Germany at Oktoberfest and you see um, the beer maiden, I don't know what they're called either. But beer maiden was such pulse. a smooth term to pull off the top of your head if it wasn't the actual term. By <laughs> I, I, know, I, I don't, I don't I know, know what it was. Give me a beer maiden. I feel like it was not. On it should be. We <laughs> should fucking write a petition for that shit to be beer maiden. <laughs> that shit is that shit is fucking gorgeous, right there. Yeah. But when you see them coming out and they got like six, seven steins in each hand, of twelve this beer yeah. with twelve, twelve grizzle, twelve. Well, twelve. I I can't even. Dude, I, it's I don't it's, even. No, I'm on the real, yo. Right. I, I apologize for for jumping in, but they they are carrying more than what any average human should carry. Like it, it's yeah. it's 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 a mystical thing, right? So for all of our listeners, if you can make it to Munich in October and see that shit, like this particular brewery, they actually encourage people, like just participants, to try to carry as many fucking steins. Well, right, but and and then with your athletic in shape. Uh, self, were you, were debonair, you able to, deb, don't forget debonair. debonair, were you able to complete the challenge or did you come up short? And is that really why you had to get the check and leave? Yeah. So it's both, but I did attempt to do that shit. I have photos, unlike Sherlock photos. I have photos carrying literally 18 million steins, like 20 feet, right? But they fill, they fill them with water to, Ensure that you don't fuck up the juice. Right? That's, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. smart. Yeah, yeah. And especially uh, Americans, especially Americans, they're like, "Oh, you gonna fuck up the juice?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. The women get paid. Oh, that's another cast. Like, it, it's 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 worse than fucking minimum wage. However, they are revered similarly. A lot of it have been to London, like the black cab drivers. So to to become a beer maiden in Germany, it's like, yo, you need to go get a PhD from XYZ University. Yep. The, I, I imagine seeing that, that 
Well, for, let alone seeing them carry 12 in each hand, right? But actually seeing, I think those steins are like a leader, a leader each or something like that. And, and when you look at it, it's like 75% beer and then 25% of this really thick, luscious foam or uh, head sitting on the top of it. And that's, and that's just, that's beautiful to see. And you see that coming towards you. And they drop yours on the table in front of you, and it's you know you're at this event, and this beautiful beer is sitting here in front of you. You already know it's going to taste good because you already had two. Yeah, <laughs> and, you're right. And like I think that adds to the that adds to the whole to the oh, whole sure. event. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And oh, yeah. uh, Sherlock's holding up a, a photo of someone carrying 18 million. 18 million signs, yo. It's illmatic. They're wrist curls. Crazy. They must do mad wrist curls in the off season. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I'm a. I, it's it's like I said, it's a bucket list. It's a bucket list event for me. So. I've been able to check one beer bucket list event um, off of my checklist. The Great American Beer Festival. I went there back in 2016. That was that was an amazing event. So if you haven't been there, you should you should go. And uh, Total Fast in Germany is, is another one. Now there is a bullshit movie out there that actually is pretty good on Netflix right now on Oktoberfest. So really? watch that shit, have some fun. Preferably drinking the beer we're recommending, but for sure. It, what it, is it called? Oktoberfest, straight oh, up. Okay. I mean, it's 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 silly. Oh, fucking biters, you can't get no more original Oktoberfest. Yeah, exactly. Now it is hilarious, but it's even more hilarious after a six of this Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Information because no one we don't drink along, and if we do, it's on a Zoom call. It's on a Zoom <laughs> with the fellas. Right? It's the only time Absolutely. I ever drink. Absolutely. How would you rate this? Your opinion? Um, again, like I feel, I feel, I almost feel like I'm, like I, I, I'm not allowed to give this a rating because I've, I've never had like the OG, the OG um, Marzen in Germany, but. Again, I have to I have to fall back on Sierra Nevada's laurels, and also Sam Adams makes a really good a really good Oktoberfest. I'm sure there are a number of small local craft breweries in your area who make really good um, Oktoberfest beers, but um, I'm gonna put Sierra Nevada and, and Sam Adams in the same cast, and I think uh, both of those guys are probably making. I would say probably like just based on this style, not not based on 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 preference, but just based on the style alone. I would I would probably say that they're making like four and a quarter, four and a half um, uh, fists for this beer, just because it's 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 built to the standard. So judging it against the standard, it's it's definitely up there. Because I gotta assume if you go to Spaten in Germany or go to Hofbrau in Germany, you have this beer, you're gonna say. It's a five, right? So I, I, I'm going to say Sierra Nevada, um, Sam Adams. I'm going to give him four and a quarter, four and a half. Okay. Okay. Hello, how about yourself, brother? How would you rate this one? Still haven't uh, made it to Oktoberfest in Germany. Been to Germany, but not Oktoberfest. But I will say that my uh, baseline is probably the uh, Sam Oktoberfest is because it's, it's you know it's kind of like a staple of what I kind of go through. So, um, <clears throat> so any Oktoberfest, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably put up against that. I don't, uh, you know, whatever. 
y'all can hate me if you want to. I don't typically prefer a, a lot of the Sams. Uh, they, they've got some Crafferados that they kind of drop during the holidays, Chocolate Bot. There's a couple other ones that I, I really enjoy in the fall time frame. But the Oktoberfest, the Sam Oktoberfest for me is like kind of like the, the quintessential Oktoberfest. So that's kind of where I start my rating. So that for me is a, is a bit, uh, and of course it's kind of like bourbon, right? So it's just, it's what, what's the, what's the feel? What's the way, what it, what it look like? What it tastes like? What it smells like? You know, it's, uh, that one is a little bit heavier, uh, for me. And of course I like the, you know, a little bit of heavy on my, uh, on my, uh, juice. Or whatnot. This seems to be a little bit lighter uh, than that. Very good flavor. Definitely very good flavor. Very. You can tell like they put some craftsmanship into it, and it's well balanced. Um, but it, when I'm comparing it against like the Sam, I, I'm gonna give it a notch down from there. Uh, so for me, this is around a, a three and a half fists or whatnot. Whereas the Sam for me for an Oktoberfest or a Marzen, as I've learned tonight, is is more of, of, of the, the four, the 4.25 for me. So that's kind of where I am. This is a little bit lighter for my palate. I think it's really good, really balanced, really. It, it, it's, it's a very uh, strong juice. But uh, but coming from where, I, where I'm coming from, it's, I'm going to give it about a three and a half. But you're coming from Tennessee. So is Tennessee... Not down with Germany. I mean, like, like what, I what's mean, up? So we we mentioned earlier there was Canadian whiskey, and Big Brother Bourbon didn't want to allow my Tennessee whiskey in the last episode. So I just want to, I just want to throw that in y'all, there y'all and just kind of get that there because it's the designations you know what? of what's going on I'm here. Stay hurt, y'all. Stay, <laughs> stay hurt. Yeah, it's a different category. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> I like your attitude. So, Big Brother Bourbon, what what do you think about this beer? What, do you, what I mean, what's your thought? Um, listen, uh, Grizzle has elevated my um, my my beer, um, my appreciation of beer, well above Bud Light and Coors and whatnot. I I can't even drink stuff anymore. Whatever you suggest, I thoroughly enjoy. Listen. I, I'm one of those people, even if I don't like it, I appreciate it for what it is. And uh, it's always good, man. Sam Spade, I, I rely on you as the equalizer. This is a great TV show, by the way. He finna give us two stars. The, yes. curve, the curve buster. He's the <laughs> curve buster. <laughs> yeah, but you never know which way he he's going to bust. He's like, you know what? They should have donated more to this specific charity. They, they, they hate black people. <laughs> I don't know how he knows that, but he knows that. Sam Spade is like the glitch in the software where you don't know if the rocket yeah. is going to explode or go faster. Like, <laughs> He's the glitch in the Matrix, right? He took both pills in the Matrix. <laughs> I did. Uh, so, funny. So, I, I liked a lot of the comments about the, the balance of it, actually, it not being as heavy. So, I, I, for some reason, the, the natural comparison is against Sam Adams' Oktoberfest, right? Because I think it's the most known Oktoberfest. I could be wrong on that, but it feels like it. And I, I feel like I've always had Sam Adams' Oktoberfest in airports, right? For someone who travels <laughs> a lot. It's always there. It's always there, right? I always end up getting it when I'm waiting for a flight or something yeah. like that. What's the Sam seasonal? Oktoberfest. Exactly. Yeah, let me Sam, I ask for the Sam seasonal. <laughs> yeah. You travel a lot in the fall and the winter. 
And I, I just, I always remember like getting on a plane and it just hitting a little bit too hot, even for a beer, just with everything else. So I did appreciate the Psycho Professor being a little bit lighter, actually, in the other direction. Mm. And so I would say my, I came in as a 3.75. That's where I came in on. But actually talking about Oktoberfest, talking about Munich, looking at, I was like, I actually, to that point about your other senses being enhanced, I started enjoying the beer more, thinking about the other things that surround sort of drinking it. And like by the time I was like at the bottom of uh, the, 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 the last sip that I had, it was like, I'm at a four. Right now, I can't, maybe, you know, this, I was thinking about the sweetbreads and all the stuff that sort of were called to my attention. That I, I was like, yeah. That makes sense. But it was something of, I, I think the whole conversation more got me there. So that's, that's sort of that power of the other senses adding to the taste. So actually, no curve busting this week. I think I'm right at a solid four overall for the, for the beer. Wow. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm impressed, Sam Spade. I'm hey, impressed. Make a good but product. I, make a good product. Get a good review. That's what I said. Here's, here's the thing. Surprised. So we were talking earlier about drinking alone. Yeah. And this is goes to show that drinking in good company for sure makes makes the experience totally different 100 percent. and there's also the psychological part when other people like things you will tend yeah. to like them a bit more if you see a song that's highly rated and then you get it you're more inclined to like the song yeah. you used to do a lot of reviews on that i'd say i will definitely go hard against that if we ever do beer bourbon and music yeah. um Oh, we like beer, um, bourbon, and music. Oh, it's a whole other thing. Goodness. Every okay. every episode, ladies and gentlemen, create a we subcast. Spit off a new <laughs> podcast. I mean, when is Therapy. the last time men sounded like men in R and B? Back when R and B had that. <laughs> hey, hey! I went to school. With, I, look, I went to school with Shy. So hold on no. now. Listen, listen, hold on, listen, I listen, 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 Okay, Light a daddy. candle. Okay, daddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what time it is. <laughs> that ain't even a chair. You can try right. to drink so, it alone, too. It's not drinking alone. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give some review on this shit. So when Grizzle said, yo, go get the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest, it was like, where's Waldo? Like, I went to seven liquor stores. I'm exaggerating. There's only five. But I went to five liquor stores to try to find this shit. I found it. I shared it with a couple folks on the cast. I was like, this shit better be delicious, Crystal. I love you. <laughs> this shit better be delicious. I feel like every week is, Grizzle, this shit better be delicious. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 cause I'm a beer dude, so I'm always like, swish mouth, like, what's up with this beer? So I found it. Mrs. Cash put it in the fridge for me. Mrs. Cash delivered it to Mrs. Sherlock. It was it was optimal. It was like a cash Uber. It was it was like Uber, like awesome. straight up. And as as we all have said, hey, let the beer settle, let it open up, you know, let it breathe. 
I was questioning it because of the color. I was like, yo, this is some core shit. But like, like, nah, I'm bougie. I've been hanging with the fellas. I need craft beers. Avid 12. Like, I need the hot shit. This beer is fucking good, Grizzly. Like, I'm, stre- I'm stretching you, brother. Trying I'm to get stretching you, out of your you yo. I can't agree with this motherfucker. This is horrible. <laughs> like, I wanted to just Wu-Tang this shit. Like, yo, this is horrible, y'all. This is a pretty good fucking beer, if you can find it. Sierra Nevada is, is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful brewery and has some delicious beer. I would give this beer three and a half fists for me, personally. That don't match. Because I'm from the Chew. I'm from yeah, the Chew. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm from the Chew, yeah. as we say. Yeah. Like a hot air balloon and just like let some air out of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sherlock is from Tennessee. I'm from Massachusetts. Samuel Adams is like the mob, yo. The reign supreme. This is nowhere near, in my opinion, oh. the Samuel Adams show. However, this is a good beer. Now, if you're throwing a party in the fall or whatever, get this and the Samuel Adams and test your guess. I guarantee your guess may say the Samuel Adams is doper. It's got more flavor. Now, for me, I'm a beer dude, so I love a good crisp flavor, you know, something that is, is pretty balanced. That's a good word, crisp. Chris, so this is this is three and a half fists for me. So whip that into Grizzle's point, like this, and 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 Sam Spade's points too. To this all day, you out at the festival, kind of doing your thing. This is perfect because it's not too heavy. It's, gonna, it's not going to put you over the top, but it's going to get you there, and it's going to it's going to it's like. We're gonna we're gonna cruise at thirty three thousand feet. Like once you get to thirty three, you can sit there with this beer and just just ease it on out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, relational kind of uh, situational kind of like beer drinking, and especially with like real Oktoberfest in Germany doing your thing. Like yeah, I can I can I can see that. This has been a good episode, Grizzle. I, I don't want to speak for you, but. I encourage everyone to pick out this beer. If you can find it, it's coming off the shelf. I went to a liquor store and they had a, a display of Sierra Nevada in the middle. They're like, yeah, we repping, we repping. I'm like, y'all have the Oktoberfest? Uh, let me check the computer. Nah, son. Sold out. Like, so regardless of, you know, how we feel about it, you know, three and a half to four or whatnot, like, it's moving. Mm-hmm. It's moving. So it's, it's, it's definitely a staple. It's definitely something that, that's sought after, especially around this time of the year. So, yeah, check it out. Do it. On that note, we want to thank you for listening to Beer, Bourbon, and Bullshit. And therapy. And therapy. And, and music. And cigars. And I feel like we